Hey, how's it going, guys? This is Dante from the Y Day Podcast. Welcome. This is the season five, episode 14. Now, this is going to be more about the pre qualifying and judgment episode. Now, I know most people have things where they qualify someone to be a potential partner. But is that the same as almost as prejudgment or is it judging that person based on that situation or is it a red flag scenario? Um, got a question to ask because it happens a lot, especially in millennial dating, where we have these expectations and it's almost impossible for anyone kind of to meet those expectations early on. Um, and then they cancel people off from relationships or whatever the case may be. I get we get the difference between red uh, red flags and green flags. But we're going to dive more into that in this episode. I have myself. I have Red Pill, which is probably named as Gold Pill now, and D-Nice on this episode. So let's get into it right now. And please subscribe to this channel and on the Y-Date uh, website, www.ydatepodcast.com. Okay, let's get into it right now. Okay, like these are my three non-negotiables. I will not bend and I won't entertain a contrary opinion because it just means that much to me. Right. Everything else is not in those three. It's gray. It's a gray zone. Yeah, let that go. Let that go. After that, it's just the basics. Can they take care of themselves and can they take care of me in the way I want to be taken care of? And that well, is it. Other than that, it's just purely chemistry. Is the chemistry yeah. there? Like, if you have anything beyond that, like, you're doing too much. You're judging too much. But you're not giving somebody the valid chance to be nice, to be good to you. Um, so I, like, I'm not saying I lowered my standards. I did not lower my standards. I just made them super clear. Like, my standards aren't a generalized opinion of what I would like to have. My standards are I will not bend on these things. But the amount of things is so focused and so minute and so small. My dating experience, because of that, when I tell you, like, literally, weekend on week, right? Like, falling next week, so much better. Let me ask you, so much has better. there, how many instances has there been where you have walked out because they didn't fit those three? I'd say right now. Uh, so there was a girl who we went on a first date, and it was definitely top five best first dates ever, right? And then the second date, we went, on, we went on a second date, and it was great. And she had one of my three non-negotiables. I found out at the end of the day, three non-negotiables. The next morning, I woke up, I sent her a text, and I said, hey, I'm breaking it off. Like, I think we had a great time, but I, I gave a basic message, but she moved in the lines, and that was okay, right? We kind of stay in touch um, a little bit, uh, but I I'm, I'm probably won't go back out there. Like I most likely won't because it's one of three non negotiables. It was really hard because, like, she had all kinds of redeeming qualities, like lots of really great redeeming qualities. But I only have three things. I only have three things that are hard no goes, and it's like you got to stand by your principles. So I had I had to let that go. It was it was you, frustrating. It was a tough decision. I definitely like kind of felt bad about it for about a week, but I haven't. I didn't go back.
now, guys. So, yo, I don't like that shit. Why is it telling me that? Do you guys hear uh, that, or is it just me? Hell yeah! No, I got to okay. see that pop up. You ain't finna sneak on me, bro. You ain't finna sneak on hey, me. Hey, you ain't finna uh, report me to no uh, IRS. I'm just making yeah, sure. Hold on, man. We well, we live, man. Let me put this on here real quick. I'm put on live. Dante on Instagram. already got ulterior motives on reporting us. That's song. Yeah, I'm like, bro. No, that's the you update. Wire, bro. You that's the update. <laughs> that's the update, man. <laughs> that's the update. It ain't me. It's whatever, man. All right, y'all. Welcome to the episode 14. We got my man D Nice. He doesn't want to be called Red Pill anymore. He's what Gold Pill now. Not yet. Gold pill. Okay, gold pill. Um, hello to the people on POF live stream. If y'all tapping in, what's up? We're doing our show. I know you can't see the people I am talking to. I know the people who are listening to me on audio or podcast cannot hear me or cannot see me or anyone else, but it's cool. Check it us on our ydaypodcast.com. It's all on there. I got YouTube, all that stuff. Everything's on here. Everything's going live. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I got my Y date shirt on, you know, trying to stun oh, a little bit. Oh, the shirts we never got? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got the Y date shirt on. The, the, the shit that's never, it's, it's, it's real, guys. It's real. It's real. See, look, it's real. It's real. Hey. It's a myth. It doesn't exist. It's real. It's real. We, it, it does exist. I call Cap. <laughs> Uh, like I said, man, I'm working on merchandise, y'all. Okay, yeah. You know, I got I got to talk to my 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 partner in crime, my brother. He's had he has all the materials. I got to make sure that's happening. Hopefully, he's tuning in and listening. The problems we're going through. This is this is why day issues, man. Um, yeah, man. How's you guys uh, Wednesday, man? How was you guys uh, why day Wednesday? How's that going? What hump day or what do you guys call it? It was uh. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll let D-Nice go first. Uh, it was chill, man. Uh, you know, just handle business. Nothing too extreme. Okay. Okay. Boring. Not playing. Not playing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I didn't do a job. I was to the gym and then stick in the pool with my twin all day. I think she's at the gym right now. Otherwise, I'd probably ask her to pop up. But. Okay. Well, I mean... My day was great, man. I, I did a couple errands around here. Um, yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting my car tuned up at some point. You didn't make us those shirts? <laughs> the shirts? One day. You didn't make the shirts? You, you said you didn't do too much today. You got time to make shirts. <laughs> <Where are> you? <laughs> all right. All right. I'll, I'll get them. I'll, I'll wake up happy, guys. I'll, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Two I'm sorry. weeks, Dante. You got two weeks. I'm just going to pull up. <laughs> <laughs> Me and D-Nice are going to pull up and take the one you got on. You got two weeks. <laughs> Y'all going to rob me? Shit, man. I'm about to rob me. I'm like, D-Nice, take your shoes, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you go before we start. <laughs> Stupid. What's, there, what's the drink of your choice? What are you drinking on, man? What are you drinking on, Mark? Or oh, Gold I'm Pill? I some Modelo. So hey. what happened was uh, DoorDash delivers alcohol now. They don't even check ID. So, they did. At the door, they send a picture of the back of your ID. And what's funny was, the guy was like, oh, man, see, he handed me the stuff. And then he goes, let me see your ID. And I said, oh, give me one second. I'm going to get it inside. So I went and got my wallet and brought it back out. But it was like, I didn't have to come back out. Like, <laughs> it just, I mean. 
Oh, he gave me the, like, he he gave me the liquor. Beer, and I took it with me inside. He's waiting outside to get my license. <laughs> but it was like, I didn't have to come back out, bro. You fucked up. That's so like, funny. You didn't have to. You could hey, but get off my property, man. Get out of here. Beat it. Yeah. <laughs> Scram. <But>, uh, Amstray. <laughs> um, hopefully my microphone is not staticky. Because it typically does. Hopefully, let me know if my shit gets staticky. Um yeah, man, that shit's hella funny. Because my mom like saw me, I was ordering beer. It was mm-hmm. from this place called Plucked in Ceremony. And yeah. uh, they dropped all the beer. My mom's like, they don't check ID. I was like, maybe they do. I don't know. They just left it here. I was like, man, it's slipping. They slipping on that shit, man. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the, the privileges don't get revoked where we can't fucking uh, get liquor anymore from DoorDash. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how much fault, like, how much trouble there. Is that him or me? That's yeah. him, actually. Surprising. Oh, it's him. It's not, it's not you. <laughs> it's hey, you. let's go, coach. It's not me. Woo, let's go. It's not me. <laughs> he cut out, guys. Uh, actually, now you're preaching up, too. Am I cutting all out, right, too? There we go. We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay, all right. Man, what the all fuck? All right, he's man? back, too. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to connection problems. <laughs> it's all, man. What oh, the hell? Boys live. What's up? Who's that? E? Oh, E? He's on? Bastos? Oh, shit. Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> Bastos, what's up? E? I know I'm not, I can't see, but like, what's up, man? Um, I'll be your eyes, Dante. I'll be your thanks, eyes. Man. Thanks. Don't worry. Thanks, thanks Just for man. you. Let me know if it gets, it gets kind of crazy on uh, Instagram. You know, it gets- I'm hoping it gets crazy. I hope we get wild today. I feel like we're I hope so. I mean, I hope some shit pops off on here, man. I'm like, <laughs> See, look, he's cutting out again. Oh, right. the Lord have mercy. See, maybe it's better that he does cut out. Maybe Damn. <laughs> oh, All right, well, guys, as soon as he comes back on, there he is. Okay. <laughs> Mark Kelly, you the freezing man I, out. I cut out? Yeah, twice. Yeah, you cut out. <laughs> Stop me. <laughs> I'm looking at my internet right now. Looking, looking pretty cool right now, man. It's funny when know, you the host because you're the host. Hey, you know what, man? We're not doing this um, in person. So that's the hard part about it. If we did this in yeah. person, it'd be a whole different scenario. You know what I mean, it'd be so if much y'all easier. Crazy, y'all host, but hey, if you want us to, if you're, you know, if you want to, we could do that. Do what? Yeah. Do a well, in house topic. Oh, today's topic. I totally it forgot. We, we have a topic to talk about, huh? Drum roll. It is uh, qualification versus Ooh. judgmental prejudging or judging at all. Because people get this kind of messed up a lot. I noticed a lot of people are going through this right now. Is people are pre-qualifying, pre-qualifying people before the qualification, before the pre-qualification of that other qualification. That makes sense. There's too no, many qualification processes of in this dating thing. I think it probably happens. I don't know if it happens in your age range, but definitely in our 30s, people are like, what do you do? How much you make? What do you do? I, oh, yeah. uh, you know, you get those questions all right. Like, oh, you're a teacher? Right. Oh, right. <laughs> Check off the box. Oh, you live with your mom? Sorry, oh, can't do ooh, it. Ooh, you still live with your parents? Ooh, you can't cook? Ooh, like it's just, I don't know if that's a qualification. And it's so funny. I was telling uh, Markel about this on the on the Facebook Someone said, like, I need someone to um, what is what is what they say? They said uh, to be worth my time. 
Like a woman said, I'm yeah, having trouble dating somebody because I need to find someone who's worth my time. And then the one guy timed in. He said, like, you sound so entitled. She do. <laughs> she do. Right, and it's, it, but it's not only her. It's a lot of women think this way. And it's so crazy, man. Like, they'll go in there yeah. and think that's they're, they're such high mighty. And like, it's so fucked up. Like, even I don't mind women who make like really good money, really good income. It does not bother me. I don't give a shit about the money. Like, I don't think a lot of guys really give a fuck right about this shit we don't give a shit we don't (laughs) but it's just like they want to try to flaunt so hard and push a lot of men who don't make the money they make and push them down but then they go for these high quality dudes that they qualified right and they still not good enough for them like they still having issues getting those people i have a phrase for this i use this all the time right and not that it sound like a woman bashing but it's a woman bash is women (laughs) (laughs) women want the lifestyle without being the lifestyle. I always say this. They want lifestyle without lifestyle. And the reason is, if you watch TV, if you watch people with the media, people with magazines, all you hear about are these women who are successful, who are with successful men, and these men just do everything for them. They buy them gifts. They take them places. Take them traveling. They take them on boat parties, on yachts. I'm on yacht hands, and I can't even explain to you guys like. All these girls talk about travel. They're like, oh, I want a guy who's going to take me places. I want someone to go travel with. I want something to do. It's like, tell me you want a sugar daddy without saying you want a sugar daddy. That should be a TikTok right there. And then, uh, I mean, it's already then, on TikTok. We're boycotting TikTok. Are you? No, I'm just talking about you. Um, <laughs> oh, man. You're famous now. But it's like, what's crazy is, so I've, I've actually experienced what, what, uh, Dante's talking about because they you know I've, I've gotten numbers women who are older I've matched with older and it's like the very first question so what do you do I hate that question you know and I do too I really I don't do hate that question women to be like super like initiating conversations I have con- I, I just start conversations that's just my duty I just do it but uh but yeah it's like it's always oh what do you do oh that's so great He's, does it like flew away from your family do you have any kids and it's like this all feels pre-rehearsed this all feels pre-rehearsed like well, like they also the same question for every guy head, that though. they meet on there and the dating app is like the worst because they're already thinking like oh he looks like a fuck boy or he looks yeah. like some kind of fucking like you know what i mean it's like it, it's such a fucking tree dude and i think women go through it too with other guys i've heard like a couple yeah. of stories that women go through the same shit too with guys who like qualify them and then they judge them and like oh fuck it so it's like you know honestly too i hate that whole thing that it's like oh i'm not going off based off this looks you're on a dating yeah. app come on now <laughs> you're going off be looks. Real. come on you're now going off looks. you know what i'm saying if you look like a creeper on your profile pictures they're gonna be like uh hmm. i'm not looking at his personality right. <laughs> they don't want to entertain a person with personality before that you know they can look like a creeper all they want it's all about angles bro angles and lighting and i mean there's nothing wrong with it but at the same time don't say oh, it's all about personality just don't you want <laughs> dating it's app. about the looks <laughs> come on man. i don't know how Let's plenty of fish works. plenty of fish how do you, do you just is it kind of like like a real like like facebook style where you just gonna send something right in someone's dms you have to match with them how does pof i've never been on pof you could send messages but that's if they want to respond back to you right okay yeah so, yeah, it's a little different. I mean, I, I actually, P.O.F. has stepped up a lot, man. Meet Me and P.O.F. has actually stepped up, a, stepped up a lot. 
<laughs> gotcha. I was like, man, I look hella blurry. I was like, all right, there we go. <laughs> What's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who, who gave me that? Hold on. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, thanks, Miss Sorgan. Yeah, like, well, Hinge, we're like, I think Hinge, I hate saying this, but like, Hinge is really, really good if, if you're a guy and you're not like incredibly attractive. Like, if you're not conventional. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're a dude. Say that again, man. You're a guy, that and, like, you're, uh, and you're not Yo. conventionally attractive, right? Hinge, I think, is your best. Hinge and day game are gonna be your best bets in getting one. Uh, this man, he said, if you're not attractive, he said if you're not that good looking. looking. Oh, so I have a chance, Mark? I got thank, thank you, thank goodness, I have a chance. Oh, oh, let, let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> like one thing that like women always forget to say they like, but it's proven time and time again they love this thing, is a man who is socially competent, a guy who's like witty and funny, and a lot of dudes. Like if you're not super conventionally attractive, right? I was too real. Like if you're in the middle of a weight loss journey or you just you're not incredibly symmetrical or, or whatever you know you typically work on your personality and those are usually the guys who are like the funniest right like the big funny guy or the short funny guy like they exist and so on hinge where you can send a message like if you send a good enough message she will match with you even if she doesn't think you're like super conventionally attractive and then also like you have to display the same thing I love Kevin Samuels. We all know I love Kevin Samuels. AKA I'm Kevin Samuels. Kev. And, uh, but he has this thing where he talks about your image. What is a man's image, right? Um, his image is his appearance, his online, uh, online footprint, the way he communicates, and his network, right? So if you're like failing in one of those departments, you can succeed in the other and have a really great image. A girl's going to think you're a high-status male and she's going to want to be with you or at least give you a shot. She'll give you a shot, right? I think Hinge works really well for that. I've never been on POF, so they have to match you back. But you said on POF, you can send a message, right? And then they can choose to match. Yeah, yeah. But it's so many, like, I don't know. POF is kind of crazy, man. Like, I get a couple, like, weird comments. It's weird shit sent to me. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. Again, yeah, they're prostitution. All dating apps, man. You get I mean, POF is pretty, pretty, pretty big on that, man. Like, I, I never experienced that as much, like, on Hinge or Bumble. You know what I mean? What's so funny know. is that on Hinge, like, okay, okay, this is a great segue into qualifications, pre-qualifications, right? So I'm all about, and I, I talked about this in the past podcast, every person dating, right? If you're dating and at a minimum, you're just looking for a genuine connection. I'm not saying marriage, relationship, whatever. You're just at a minimum looking for a genuine connection. You should have three non-negotiables. If you have more than three, you're being too fucking picky. Or one of them is not defined enough, right? Every person has three non-negotiables, and you should find out by the end of the second date all those three. And if they don't have all those, like if they are, they're doing good, they're clear of all those three, you should try and go for the third date and see what happens. Right? That third date is usually where things like either make or break. You know? And um, I know we're all here chasing the spark and we're chasing this super romantic fucking, you know, stupid Disney feeling, but the reality is it's the slow burn. That lasts forever. It's like, you know, if your parents been together forever, they knew each other for like three or four years, but even tried dating. It's real slow progression. And um, so in terms of disqualifications, I'm big into that. I'm always going to say it's more, you should focus so much more on the women you don't want, the women you do want. Like you need to have a very clear picture of your head of the women you don't want in your life. Same with women. You should have a very clear picture of men you don't want in your life. Anyone who doesn't suit that, like, isn't that picture, like, you should at least give them a chance to see, right? 
Like, if there's at least a bit of a genuine connection there, like, you should at least foster that and see what happens. I'm curious about this other person. Um, so, yeah. I mean, so, Donnie, what I'm going to ask you, after I drop that, if you had really? to have three non-negotiables, like, three, like, if a woman has one of these or walk out of the first day on the spot, what would they be? You asking Dante or me? Donnie. Are you asking me or him? Uh, my bad. I was like trying to fix something on my thing. My bad. I was like totally just. <laughs> nah, he's totally good. Uh, What's up? Three non-negotiables, or I'm walking out, or she's walking out. You're walking out. These are like your. I mean, she's walking out if you're taking her out. But most likely, you're walking out. <laughs> but like, these are like your instant disqualifiers. You're like, nope, nope, and out of there. Uh, has to be like okay with uh, like. A guy that's into like the Marvel DC superhero movie aspect. If she's not, because some think of it like a, a like a child type thing, and they just don't even you know fuck with it. But yeah. um, that uh, I would have to say. Um, what else? What else? What else? This is a good question, man. I've never been asked this. Um, See. I've had, and I, not to cut you off right now, I'll let you no, think right. about it while I'm saying this bit. So when I go on dates, I always, like, I always, as a joke, will ask that. That's my really right. only, my my real only disqualifier question, right? Everything else is pretty much fair game, unless they, like, tell me to do, like, all the drugs and shit. Other than that, I'll just go, so, like, we had to have three straight no-goes. What are they? Right? And if oh, she and- tells me her three, and I'm not any of those, then I'll tell her my three, and if she's not any of those, then I don't push the issue of, what we're looking for, what you want, what you're desiring. I'm going to act in a way congruent of what I want. I'm going to trust you will too. And then I sense you're not, you know, we'll talk about it at that point. But I think it's super important for people to know they're non-negotiable, right? Because that's going to just, when I say that's just going to just like really me, filter out the riffraff. It's going to filter. Let me out ask you, what are yeah. some examples of non-negotiables for you? All right. So I, I have three. And, and then uh, I'll give you the other two of mine. to anybody, right? If you're not negotiables. So number one, you can never have either physically abused or cheated on a partner in the past or currently, right? I absolutely believe people can become better. They can grow and they can, you know, increase their ability to be have integrity. But I think cheating and physical abuse is like eating forbidden fruit. That once you've done it, it's so much easier for you to do it again. So I'd rather have somebody who's never tasted that ever. Mm. Um, number two, no serious criminal history. Mm. If you got like a petty theft from like 10 years ago, like when you were in like middle school, I don't give a shit. But like if you have any major felonies or anything that's going to make up, you can't pass a background check. I'm not, even if you're great, I'm just, I'm not going to carry that burden. We want to get houses, we look for apartment rentals, and you need help getting a car or like getting a job. Like, I don't want to worry about that. And then number three, no sex workers. I'm like, I always get flack for that one. But the reality is I don't judge sex workers for doing sex work. I just don't want that coming back up and being a hurdle we have to get over. I want to have a girl who has an OnlyFans and then all my buddies are secretly whoa, whoa, paying for OnlyFans. Wait a minute. You don't like That's girls with OnlyFans? Why not, man? I like them. I just don't date them. Because it's just uh, it's going to become a thing. I don't want it to be a conversation I have to have with my parents. I don't want it to be a conversation I have to have with my friends. I don't want to to go out and like half the people in the room have seen my girlfriend doing something crazy naked that I thought only I was seeing, right? 
or if she's done, let's say she's done something she's not proud of in the past, right? She's done some some acting, some film work, some theater that she's yeah, not. Yeah, I couldn't proud do that either. I don't it's want that coming back. I should make a political run or something. Yeah, kind of like sure. a best man uh, type scenario. He said best man. Yeah. He like said best man scenario. I'm trying to find that out. So, sex workers, it's a no. Also, like I don't like if I'm dating a girl, let's say a girl's an exotic dancer, right? I don't want to worry about stalkers. Like, what if she gets a stalker? Or what if some guy gets aggressive with her and beats her ass? Like, I don't want to have to, like, have her come home and she's covered in bloody dollar bills if some dude popped her because she wouldn't do something. Right? Like, I'm just, I just, sorry, I just avoid that altogether. Those are my make- she doesn't have one of those three. Like, I'm probably going to give her a chance if the chemistry is there. Is, is that so? Okay. So, what's the difference between qualification and judging somebody? Uh, if, if, a, if a girl's like a let's say if a girl is like a OnlyFans, right? But you know, her career right. is like that's that's what she does. That's what she does as far as a career wise. Granted, right. it's not the best career to have, but like she's making big money, whatever case may be, and she's been doing this way longer than she's met you, right? Yeah. Um yeah. are you judging based on people, other people judging her, or you actually just don't want to fuck with it because you just it's not immoral for you? Because you just because you because you said like, oh, I don't want people seeing her and I saw my family, what she does. Yeah. Just- I'm sorry now, like, this is a very, like, I'm just going to say, like, I think this is a really dumb thought process that people have when they, when something will legitimately bother you and cause legitimate hurdles and they go, why do you care what people think? Yeah. Like, I, you, you kind of have to, to an extent. Like, the people who really don't give a fuck about anybody else's opinion, you have a word for them. Narcissists. Especially with internet now too, and if anything gets leaked, that shit can pop up so fast. Yeah, and it's like here's the thing: it'd be different if, like, okay, like maybe I might run into one of her coworkers who's seen a video of her in the past. That's I can get over that no problem. The thing is, I don't want my mother in the face knowing that my wife is shaking ass on the internet, and my mom's gonna go, "Hey, why?" Did you...? And it's like, again, I'm not judging their career choice. I am yeah. equally as not for them as they are not for me. Yeah, right. But it's just one of those where I'm not going to be shamed for having because people try this, right? They're like, oh, why are you? Kid, what why are you trying to think? And that's like, could you like imagine super conservative. going into a function, right? Everybody's getting drunk and they're all now showing pictures of your wife naked or her doing something. Yeah, I'd get disowned in my car. Like, I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm confident in my position. I have a secure attachment style. That still doesn't mean I have to be okay yeah. with my wife. Well, let me let me ask the viewers and listeners on here. Um, would you guys date someone who's on OnlyFans? I don't know what people or are. Or a sex worker. Both. Or a sex That's worker. The entire thing. Because you could be a, I mean, OnlyFans would be like just showing pictures of your feet and still make it pretty big and people fucking like lose their fucking shit over for it. Like, I know okay, a couple girls like on homegirls just show their feet. You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, to go back to your question, dude, about sex uh, work? No, about um, judging versus um versus kind of just like writing someone off i mean who really doesn't have three things that they're just like all right i can't do it you know and it can be anything so but to people that they do it too it could come off as judging because they're pretty much pointing out that flaw to them but in uh, hindsight i think it's like it's what they need personally and want so i mean 
to some it can look like judging others it can just be a preference i mean it, it goes hand in hand almost because i mean you are I mean, uh, not you're, really you're you're, you're low-key i'm not saying like i stick it up for people who i wouldn't do it but you're low-key right. kind of judging someone based off their career choice with their sex worker he's like oh man she's a fucking freak or she what if she's super conservative like i mean if you have career. sex work if if the person says it before, I'm, I'm not sure if I heard of it. <laughs> I'm just saying it, Joe. What if she's like super, like wait till sex, like okay, wait to get married? What if she's like waited to get married before she has sex? Like I don't know. I mean, some he's her. not doing sex work. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you had that conversation before the whole career thing comes into play, then you know you already know what you're getting into, and it's just like, all right, ding. Right. So this girl says, uh, "Who was it?" Actually, no, I think it was it was a guy. I'm sorry, it was a guy. I'm sorry about that. And uh, Come on, Keith man. Flencho, Keith Flencho, 34. Like 20 years from now, all the girls who had OnlyFans for like a couple hot girl summers, how many of them are really going to regret it later? Right? I mean, and I might at- find myself dating one of these women for having a great relationship, and then some troll or some malicious person won't let her let her past be the past. That's not something I want to possibly have to deal with. I just put it entirely. And then I, to- I told the dude, I was like, well, look, every single day, someone is DMing Kanye West pictures of Ray J's D and Kim Kardashian's mouth. You think so? Is that confirmed? I know so. He has too many followers. That's not the <laughs> And I'm I mean, not, you look I mean, at... I'll never have that kind we of don't know, though. We I don't, don't know. That. You look at her sister, the one that dated Lamar Odom. Oh, Everyone no. points at her and is just like, oh, you're the reason guys get on, on drugs and stuff. I mean... And it's just like, well, damn. That's how you feel? We can blame a Kardashian for everything. <laughs> they already do shit. That's racist. We boogie said that's racist. I think when I say that, that's pre-qualifying, right? Pre-qualifying. I think for men, it's easy. The first pre-qualifications most men have: Are you pretty enough? Straight up, like when a man, because assuming that majority of men initiate, right? A man's first reasoning for initiating: You're pretty. His very first, like, subconscious thought before that even makes it to, like, his prefrontal cortex, oh, she priority, right? That's the first thing he thinks. And then after that, he will rationalize why this is a good decision based off other qualifications. Oh, she's pretty. Okay, she looks like she's happy. She's laughing. Okay, she looks like she has friends. I think she's social. Or I saw her feeding her puppy, or I saw her playing with her sister's kids, so she looks, like, really nurturing. But the beginning, two qualifications that. Mine are pretty much the same. Like, are you pretty? Okay. And do you look like you know how to have a good time? I love to do stuff. I'm very outgoing. I'm an extroverted extrovert. So, like, I need someone who likes to have a good time. And then once I get to those, those two things are met. All right. Then it's like, okay, do you have any of these three things? No. By this point, we've talked enough for me to know, like, okay, I want to go out with you. Like, for sure, for sure. Like, we'll go on a second or third date. And that's it. Quick. I think, yeah, so you, if that process is longer for you, you're being too picky. You are just being too picky and you are overvaluing your market. Well, well that's the question for you. Um, what's the, uh, how, how do you 
to differentiate uh, qualifications for versus being too picky. If yeah, you have that's... too many qualifications, you're being too picky. You shouldn't have more than like you should have. When it comes to qualifications, you should really have less than four, right? I know mine is, so there's, because I'm a bit younger, right? Uh, mine is school car job. You have to have at least two of these three. School car job, right? So first, okay, she's pretty enough. All right, I'm going to talk to her. School car job. Okay, she has two of the three, preferably three of the three, right? Um, the reason is, if she only has one of those three, it's going to be hard to date. Right, because she does she's not mobile or she's not progressing in her career or she can't make any money. There's those things, school car job, right? That's like basic, real basic stuff. Most women my age now, I don't even have to go through that process. I just know they have two of the three minimum. Right. Or for me online, it's gonna say, right? Where they work and what they do, whatever. Um, after that, just I got my three disqualifiers and if we have enough chemistry, we'll see what happens. I'm not gonna be so incredibly picky that I'm alone in the all the time so so that's a time in which you comment someone uh we boogie timed in he said being picky is an insecurity issue deep down um man she's too young body booty too small Eh, she likes dub but not subbed fucking guy man i'm sorry hey, bro, if he likes dub but not subbed, that might be a legitimate thing you know? that's less sus bro if you like whoa whoa wait a minute what's wrong with dub i'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying bro Man, you don't want to start the beef right now? You don't want it, bro. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, huh? What? What are you uh, not gonna lie about? I'm not gonna lie to you. Like anytime, so I do happen to be one of those men that uh, lives with his mom still. And yeah. the one question mm-hmm. that um, I always bring up, and I like hold my breath right after, is I still live with my mom. Is that cool? Stop saying that. Yeah, start man. Saying, fuck it. Yeah, she live with me. <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie to you. No, nah, I don't need to lie. It's, it's a requirement honestly, now, man. I gotta like hold my breath and make sure they'll stay. <laughs> let's be honest. Look, I don't wanna. I don't wanna. For real, like, that's rude. Yeah, it's 2021. Older than the age of 65. What's up? Is your mom older than the age of 65? Yes. She lives with you. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. That, that, I mean, that's simple. Listen. Because when you say I live with my mom, it sounds like you're not doing anything. When you say your mom lives with me, it sounds like you're a family-oriented gentleman who takes care of his parents. Okay, I can rock. Yeah, I mean, that. I can see what you mean, but like, if you ain't paying the mortgage or nothing, man, you, you ain't owning the house. She don't ever know all that. She she gonna ask you, oh, so you pay the mortgage? And just say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she gonna ask your bank statements next? Yes, your bank statements is older. Screenshot uh, me, please. I'm gonna be honest, man. Like, I I, <laughs> I can care less what they think of like it's 2021. We just had a pandemic, bro. We gotta get our shit back together. We working on shit, man. It's not easy, yeah. especially in the Bay Area. Come on, man. Come on. That's what annoys me the most. You live in the Bay Area, but you yeah, asking me to have my own house. Come on, but, man. It's, it's it's hard as fuck out here. Unless you're not in tech or like or not saving lives, being a doctor, you fucked out here, man. Yo, even some doctors can't even afford this fucking area, man. <laughs> Shit. Come on, I'm man. just saying. I, I think but, people understand that the women I talk to understand, like, hey, I live my mom's. Okay. Like it's never that was never to, a uh, deal breaker. Going back to that topic we were talking about earlier, about like you know, DNIs asked me, what's the difference between like qualifying and being too picky? I think people like price themselves out, right? Like, what happened? And 
I heard this before and it was really, really funny, right? It was, there was this video talking about like marketplace value for men, right? And they were saying like, they have this laundry list of things. They're like, okay, you want a girl in her mid twenties. You want her to have less than 10 bodies. You want her to be five foot eight and 130 pounds. You want her to be a model. You want her to fuck like a porn star. You right. want her to have a business. You want her to, to not expect you to pay for everything. I want her thick. He was like, if you're not the 1% of the 1%, you can't afford a woman like that. Like, you can't afford a woman like that. You can't. Like, you just don't have the marketplace value, the status, the money. You just don't have that, right? And I think what happens is people are so picky that in terms of assortative mating, when they find someone who fits specifications, unfortunately, they're out of your league. They're, they're out of your budget. They are out of your budget, right? They're out of your, your marketplace value. Like there is a, I'm going to say there's tons of gray lines. There's not fine lines in between, but there is almost like a dating caste system, you know, like you can't expect to not maximize your, your physical and mental well-being, not maximize your financial potential, not maximize your, uh, your ability to hold frame, right? Not maximize your emotional intelligence and then go pick somebody who, is only available to people who have maxed those things up. I today could not go bag Kim Kardashian. I'd be confident enough to walk up to her. I'd be confident enough to talk to her like I'm not fucking starstruck. Ain't no way in hell she's coming home with me. I just don't have that kind of pull. You're not bringing the, oh, you're not bringing the Kim Kardashian home. That's what you said. What is Kim Kardashian? What number is she? It's, it's straight up. I don't, is she a 10? I mean, I'm a confident guy. I could go for it, but I'm just, no, like, I'm not going to bag it. Like, I'm is just, Kim... But is, is Kim Kardashian still a 10, though? Even though she popped out kids, is she still a 10? Considered? Yeah. Still? Still? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yo. Okay, all right. Well, Come I'm just, on, bro. bro. I'm just saying, man. I mean, once that kid pops out, that goes down a little bit. Hey, they, they, they got different stuff now to change that, man. I'm just but, saying, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying, man. You know, once the mom... Once that pops out, man... Mm, Hey, these celebrities got the money to change their bodies when stuff mm. that happens, man. Beyonce got dropped down a couple of notches too, man. I mean, come on, uh, come on. I think I think it was Carrie Hilson, dude. You can't be coming from the Beehive like that. I, all right, bro, my, my bad, my like bad. That, Am I gonna get attacked? Am I gonna, will, no, get gonna dox you. Okay. They are gonna dox you for sure. <laughs> They're gonna get fired from your job. Carrie Hilson and Alicia Keys both look great after having their kids. Oh, I was like, Alicia all right, Keys, hey. She's a whole different, whole different entity, Oof. man. Oof. Yeah, I feel like she's so pure. Marry her tomorrow. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't make them person. like that no more. <laughs> they don't. They don't. But anyways, like I was saying, right? Okay, go ahead. So when it comes to like your qualifications, the judges, like you have to know, you have to have your three non-negotiables for sure, right? Everyone's gonna have their preferences, but all I'm gonna say is, if any of your preferences that don't involve Common decency, common sense for your three non-negotiables. If you have to have wiggle, like on my on my hinge account, right? My preferred height is five nine and up, right? Like my preferred height starts at five nine. The girls I match with, most of them are not five nine, but that doesn't mean I go out with them if they're not engaging, intelligent, funny, sending indicators of interest, attractive, right? Most of the girls I go out with are like. Right. You know, my preference is like five nine, five ten, five eleven. 
That's oh, what yeah. I like. Well, you like you like European type women, though, man. Let's be honest. They all come in that set, that size, bro. Look, man, I just want my wife to like Aphrodite. That's too much to ask for. You like them hella tall ass, like European women, man. That's that's like hey, man. tall, uh, slim, like, beautiful. You don't you don't, don't go for the shorties. Because I like black chicks, I like Middle Eastern chicks a lot. So that's like my, my, my range right there. But the reality is. I'm not always going to be offered that. If I just choose to be single and I just choose to be alone, I choose to price myself out. That's how you end up like 45 years old alone, divorced multiple times. Damn. Bleeding out in child support. It was because you, Tell him. you weren't hanging out. You weren't doing what you got to do. Tell him. Oh, Jimmy Cricket looking motherfucker. And, and I'm, out here. I'm, honestly, I'm saying all this stuff towards men because if I said it towards women, y'all couldn't handle it. Y'all couldn't handle it if I really told y'all. Stop being so picky. You're not as attractive as you think. You're not as valuable as you think. Your marketplace is not as high as you think it is. So I'm just going to focus on talking to men right now, right? Because women, there's no point. You know, I feel like you are always going to price There's no point. Okay, who'd you trigger on Instagram, bro? Do I need to look at the Instagram? Nobody. I'm still the last person to speak on here. Okay. Oh, shit. There's help. Oh, never mind. I lied. Hold on. Yeah. Motherfucker, look at that shit, man. That's why I had you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Confidence, common sense, and goals. That's a really good one. Uh, Who said that? Amazing. Confidence, common sense, and goals. This is what he's looking for in, a, in his partner. <laughs> you said she's Wait, Chief Boogie said, you care top looking the bad family. Uh, okay, yeah. So, Chief Lancho said you're giving too much info. I think that's probably around the time when Donnie said, he, you know, he was, his mom lives with him. And then... Uh, Kim was all like, she doesn't think it's a bad thing to be living with family. It's a cultural thing. So that's that's the thing. Like you, like I know yeah. most people who are South Asian, Indian, Pakistani, Middle Eastern, wow. like well, they yeah, live with their South families. Asian? So you mean Filipino or what? what so Kim what's... said, um, it's a cultural thing Tell us. too, right? Because she's Filipino, like to live with your family. Like you just don't really move out until you're married. Like that's not an unnormal thing. Is that true? I don't know who else is in here, Filipino or Asian. I, 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 have, a, I have no idea who came in, but yeah, that, that's definitely a cultural thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We think he's a whoa, whoa, whoa. That's racist. So you're basically talking about the stress, the truth. Wait, what's racist? I live in LA. I have my own apartment. My oh, Uber, but I don't have my car at the moment. But I, I know who that is. So you have I, I, can, I can already tell who that is. Is that concierge? Yeah, but it's like, but you have two of the three. So I'm not holding a different standard. You pass. You have well, she, she got a job. Together, she says she lives in LA, doesn't have a car at the moment. If you live in a metro like LA or like SF or New York, no one's gonna judge you for not having a car. I'm from the burbs. It's different. Like it's okay. I'm not. I grew up in the suburbs and I grew up in like rural farm areas. It's just different. Um, women definitely take into account of a man who lives at home. Once it's explained, it's circumstantial, but this is interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah, it is a culture thing. Yeah, Sahar. Yeah, it is a culture. He's agreed. Yeah, it is a culture thing. Uh, someone on comment on the on YouTube. Yeah, really yeah. quick. Um, it is also, it's I'm like uh, and holding to a different standard. How no? Because women can say the same thing. All my parents live with me. She can say the same shit. Both hold to different standards. And in fact, a woman living on her own in their own place isn't even in my my three. Like I said, because of my age bracket, where I'm at, I don't. I'm realistic. I'm not expecting a woman to have it all. I'm not expecting her to have it all figured out. I'm more patient with her because she's not going to have it. I don't have it all figured out, right? So, like I said, school, car, job. If she has two of those three, 
it's great. Women typically hold a man to the standard of he must have a car, job, house, right? That's you know, and they don't they don't settle for two out of three. They usually right. want you to have all three. But so, the touch on the cultural thing is that um, with it being kind of like a new age now, that whole being a family person is also can be looked at negatively as oh, he's never going to want to move out. He's never going to want to live. We can't build a life together because he's always going to be around his family, blah, blah, blah. This is, these are other things that I've heard from yeah. uh, cultural kind of like discussions. I think, I think that segues into a really good conversation that uh, stop looking so far into the future. That too. Like people, And this is, this is straight up, like truth. This is my problem this has been my biggest hurdle in dating upwards of the past like three months right i meet a girl i find a little bit about her and i start planning this whole future how the next six months of dates are going to go we're going to do after a year when i meet her family it's like we got coffee for two hours i don't know her i don't know her we might do a dinner one day and she hates the way i eat and break up with me we don't know so yeah i get too excited with that stuff man it's like we hit it off that one day. I'm just I'm already planning a jacket edge song for the future. Have to stop doing this. We like yeah. I said, you need to know what you want, of course. But in the West, the way dating works in the West is you need to shop around, and then you you're going to settle no matter what. You shop around and you settle with the deal that works best with you. What's up, deliciously divine? Okay. Ooh. What, said, what? No, I was, I was. I'm, no, no, no. You said who? Deliciously divine. That's what it says. Deliciously divine. Okay. With the eyes. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just giving shout out to people who tap in. I mean, everyone's saying, tapping into the conversation. Divine. I like that. She said, "Hey, I don't know if it's." I'm changing my name to that. Can I steal that name? Can I use that? This yeah, guy. Stop yeah. <laughs> feeling no more. I'm deliciously divine now. <laughs> swoop, <laughs> swoop. I like that. But uh, uh, but yeah. So Kim says you want to be with the woman who doesn't want to be around your family, though. Red flag. Red. Hold flag. on. Wait. Say that again. So Kim says you want to be with the woman who doesn't want to be around your family, though. That's a red flag. Okay, definitely. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the truth. But she's saying that woman who like took your thoughts. <laughs> what? She said, took your thoughts, the name. I mean, like, one thing I, I had a problem with was uh, somebody wanted to meet my family and wasn't even trying to have me meet theirs. I was like, uh, no. No. I mean, I, nah, that I get it, right? So I still live at home, right? I mean, I everything I own is in my name. I pay rent for the room, right? Like, by, by all intents and purposes, I'm doing exactly what anyone in my age bracket would do if they moved out. They would have their own car, they'd have their job, all their bills would be in their name, and they would pay rent somewhere if they didn't own a property. It's like, well, I do all of that, except where I pay rent, it's just also where my parents also pay rent. Uh, the I, I hate when people say that's is, not the same. The only problem I run into is logistics. I don't bring girls back home. I don't bring them mm. to my place. So we're either going to yours or we're doing something free. So, <laughs> for huh. now. Huh. Huh. Interesting. I mean, like, I don't know, man. This whole pre-qualification shit, man, it can happen in both ways. And I, I don't want to seem like we're 
totally just attacking women in this situation. No, I think, women, I think women think a little bit too more in, in the future than us guys, mostly because yeah. they're thinking about like who they're going to sell their kids with shit like that. So they're thinking more into it. I think it does happen on men too. men do obviously do certain things. They judge or they pre-qualify shit. So that's the topics about. I mean, I know it's, I know we get a little sidetracked, but I don't think um, we're going too far about women. In fact, I think we've said a lot of like his credibility, you know, like when I was talking about like men trying to overshot their budget. Like you want this this goddess who is also a homebody, who is also a homemaker. You need to be a one percenter, bro. You need to be a high value man. You, you need to be a high value. Yeah. If you want a baby making machine, bro, like, come on. And I've known this, like, especially like on my social media or like on the dating apps, or you know, I don't if I'm like walking to get a coffee and I see a girl, right? I'll talk to her, I'll hit her up, I'll send a funny message to get her number. And she'll ask me questions about myself and literally like I've done everything right. And after answering a couple questions, competition dies down. And I'll hear from her again. I'm probably not her type. I'm like, you know, it's really, sorry. She's really beautiful. If I look for something else, I don't take it personal, but that's just the reality of it. Right. Yeah. And um, so well, it sucks. It sucks. I mean, in, uh, I guess you can say South Asian culture. Um, oh, yeah. The one of the up. things that's already a stigma from like even back in the days uh, it has to have a high paying job and a nice house all of that and so i feel like that ripple effect from that has come into other um into everyone else that's dating too because you know when people get engaged in pakistani culture the first thing you hear is oh he makes x amount of dollars okay so it's just like you know, money, money's money talks, man. That's what it is, man. You got to yeah. be a woman, a man of high value. It's you know, like you that's what our mentor house, Kevin Samuel says to us bends, now. All of it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you don't have to answer this, but I would say a question you should just ask yourself is: Are you maximizing your income? I know. As here's the thing, and this is like I think these are really equivalent things. Women hate. They hate that we judge them majority based on looks. There are so many amazing women out there who maybe don't fit conventional Western beauty standards. And they literally, that is the only reason they struggle in dating. It's because they don't fit conventional Western beauty standards, right? And they don't, they're they not even given a chance to prove themselves as nurturing, loving, a homemaker, someone who's going to, Literally, you come home, you made a thousand cold calls that day, didn't land anything, don't know where your next paycheck's coming from, you got fucking ramen in the cabinet, that's all you have for dinner. And she goes and uses the last little bit of her money to buy you groceries. There are so many women out there like that, but we ignore them because we're pricing ourselves out to protect our hearts. We think that the Instagram bad B is the end-all be-all to our solutions, right? And we're just, we're not paying attention. We're just, we don't, we're not really looking at what matters and what really is going to work long-term if we're thinking long-term, right? And the vice versa is, I guess the solution to that would be also it's work on yourself. If you're a woman and you don't fit conventional beauty standards and you want to be, to have more options and more suitors, maybe you hit the gym, maybe you're dressing a little bit differently, maybe get a skincare routine or get on some medications for that. I don't know, but that's just the reality. Routine. And the flip side, right, women, I'm going to leave it right there because I'm not going to harp on 
women actually having to do something that makes them more physically attractive. They get upset with that. But the flip side is men. Like all of, you know, if you're living at home, like I am, like, like you know, like okay. T-Nice is, like it's just, you, one, I don't feel good about it. Right. Like I would like to have my own place. I can put up yeah. statues of Greek gods and I can play my TV and my music and have a full whiskey bar and just want to have my own place. And then two, logistically it makes sense. If a girl wants to come over, I can impress her with cooking or my 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 styling abilities or I can bring her a shiny pebble or some shit. Right. Uh I'll do much later. But if you're a guy and you're at that point, you have to ask yourself, so what matters more? You know, if I want to be considered more in the market. I have to make more money and I have to more money and I have to be able to have more financial stability. That means you might need to sit down and think about going back to school. Maybe you start investing more. Maybe you start picking up a side hustle. Like you have to ask yourself. Are you self-sufficient? Maximizing my potential, my potential with my current financial situation. You're making less than $50,000 a year. Make less than $50,000 a year in California. You need to maximize your potential more if you really want to make a dent in dating. Even the kind, wholesome Christian women want a man who makes a lot of money. It's just the reality. And so you can ignore it and like be butthurt and like go all MGTOW or black pill and talk about becoming a misogynist. Or you can go, you know what? Maybe I should just make some more money because me, my wife, and my future children will benefit if I could provide more. Right. And then just do better. And then it just feels good to do better. Mm-hmm. I mean, in right. the so, same sense, so- though, too, I don't like. And I'm just saying this in general. Uh, there's those there's those men that also don't want to maximize, and they just say, "Oh, the woman was expecting too much uh, of me when it comes to she finance or been. something like that." She right. might have been, especially if if she couldn't afford another guy. Like if she if she was trying to get another guy out of that market, she couldn't back a guy like that, right? Then yeah, that happens all the time, so, all the time. Pressure to do high of me. So I got a comment on here from uh, YouTube. Um, Sahar, uh, in Southeast, South Asian culture, they use that as security. They want their daughters to be taken care of. Yeah, that's about right. I mean, it, it makes sense. But it, at the same sense, you don't even get the chance to meet the daughter. It could just be the parents being like, oh, no, that ain't happening. And then we have a Miss Ordinary who has a question. She's for you, Red Pill. Yes. Oh. Ready. So waiting for her to... Thank you for coming in, Asian Cali. Uh, about to watch a movie. Have a good stream. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy your movie. Uh, wait for your question. Come on. But a female in South South Southeast Asian cultures, isn't that where you uh you pay dowries? Is that the culture that does that? I don't know. Like where you know. offer her parents a lump sum of money to marry her daughter, marry the daughter. Mm. I, I don't think that I've never heard that, but yeah. I could be wrong. Uh, the question is, so it's, qu- it's like South Asian cultures with a couple where like that's like it's customary. So the question was, would a female be attracted to a guy that has no job, a bit overweight and doesn't have a license? No, Fuck no. Fuck we, we Boogie said y'all racist. That's racist. Well, <laughs> I mean, at the same time, they want someone who's self-sufficient. They're not going to just want someone who's going to be a. Uh, Deadbeat Lawrence. <laughs> Anybody who watches Insecure better get that reference. Nah, man, I don't watch Insecure, but you're a motherfucker here watch Insecure. <laughs> hey, it'd be like that. Watch a show called Insecure. You know, I have enough security. Who insecure already. to watch Insecure? 
Oh, what's up, Polly yeah. girl? What's up? What's up? So, Thanks for coming in. Yeah, the question is, yeah, so like one, a lot of the oh, things that women said, he said it in Islam culture, in Islam, the husband gives that money to their wives. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, but yeah, some women like uh, that, and that's the reality. That's that's the truth. And also, oh my bad. Sorry, sorry. I I I called your name wrong. My bad. It's called my here. Sorry, sorry. I spelled it wrong. My bad. You know, I mean, just want to clarify that. My bad. I'm, I'm probably not gonna pay a dowry to my wife, right? Like, I, if I eventually want to get married, I'm not gonna pay a dowry to my wife. But I want my wife to. I mean, this is just one of those like, as a man, I just want to take responsibility of everything in my kingdom. Everything that is a controllable, I should have influence over and I should be able to provide stability for. That is my masculine role, right? You take entropy and you do your best to provide stability. That is my masculine role. So if I'm going to marry a woman, right, I'm inviting her into my frame, into my world, into all this shit that I have going on. Qualification versus judgmental. Give her a lump sum of money, but I want her to know if, if she gets sick or something happens, I can take care of her. Like that security is done. Like that lording my kingdom can be done. Uh, and what I look for in a woman is, okay, if I invite you into my life, which might need some help cleaning up and buffing out the rough edges and stuff, like, oh, I know you can be able to do that. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, it's just, that's, that's the thing. So when it comes to pre-qualifications and judging, uh, just my final statements on it is like you should have your three non-negotiables, right? And these are things absolutely compatible. So if you're someone who is you're, you know, you're Muslim, you're Muslim culture, Islamic culture, one of your non-negotiables must be like she has to be Muslim, she has to be a follower of Islam, right? That makes perfect sense. That would be one of them. The second one is um, again like like criminal history. Here's my like no criminal history or anything like psycho like that, right? Maybe yours is, oh, this person has to be okay with a vegan lifestyle. If you're 100% vegan, that would make sense. Um, so it's important to have those three because those are the big, the three that would cause the biggest amount of issues, the biggest amount of hurdles, the biggest amount of setbacks. All well, about preventing the issues before they happen. So There's also a, a aspect of being Muslim that there's different cultures at, uh, with uh, being Muslim, and some of those might just be they're uh, they're a different um, so like let's say uh, uh, what's a good one um, so there's different types of Muslims there's a, a Shia Muslim and there's Sunni Muslim and those things also together play an aspect and can this person I don't need to be, uh, I don't need to be it's like all right like if you're if you're Shiite you know, it's like I'll only marry a Shiite and I'm one of your big three right or if you're if you're you said Sunni if you're Sunni you might only marry Sunni. Or like for yeah. you, you're like, I would only marry somebody who's Pakistan. Right? Or like, I would never marry someone from this insert geographical location that, just because it's a complete conflict of culture. Right? Like I say, like, like North and South India. It might be a complete yeah. conflict of culture, so you won't do it. I understand. Right? I would understand. Uh, people, people, the thing is you need to find your three that you're like, okay, like these are my three non-negotiables. I will not bend and I won't entertain a contrary opinion because it just means that much to me. Right. Everything else is not in those three. It's gray. It's a gray zone. Yeah, let that go. Let that go. After that, it's just the basics. Can they take care of themselves? And can they take care of me in the way I want to be taken care of? 
And that well, is it. Other than that, it's just purely chemistry. Is the chemistry yeah. there? Like, that if you have sense. anything beyond that, like you're doing too much, you're judging too much, but you're not giving somebody the valid chance to be nice, to be good to you. Um, so I like, I'm not saying I lowered my standards. I did not lower my standards. I just made them super clear. Like my standards aren't a generalized opinion of what I would like to have. My standards are, I will not bend on these things, but the amount of things is so focused and so minute and so small. My dating experience, because of that, when I tell you like literally weekend on week, right? Like falling next week, so much better. Let me ask you, has there, how many instances has there been where you have walked out because they didn't fit those three? I'd say right now. uh, So there was a girl who we went on a first date and it was definitely top five best first dates ever, right? And then the second date we went on, we went on a second date and it was great. And she had one of my three non-negotiables. I found out at the end of the day, three non-negotiables. The next morning I woke up I sent her a text and I said, hey, I'm breaking it off. Like, I think we had a great time, but I, I gave a basic message, but she moved in the lines and that was okay, right? We kind of stay in touch um, a little bit, uh, but I I'm, I'm probably won't go back out there. Like, I most likely won't because it's one of three not yeah. It was really hard because, like, she had all kinds of redeeming qualities, like lots of really great redeeming qualities. But I only have three things. I only have three things that are hard no-goes, and it's like you gotta stand by your principles. So I had I had to let that go. It was it was Do frustrating, you, it was a tough decision. I definitely like kind of felt bad about it for about a week, but I haven't I didn't go back on it. Yeah, that, that was gonna be my other thing. It's like do you think maybe you guys hear these dogs? I'm sorry. Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> How about now? You good. dog. Come on, man. We hear dogs uh, and shit. Come on, bro. It's the neighbors, dude. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. For sure. I guess my thing is like, when do we, when do we try to bend that as much as we can on the three, or do we not at all? They're non-negotiable. Non-negotiables are non-negotiables. Yeah, fair enough. They're listen, like, and I know this sounds bad, and people who are like, have a certain thought process, but I feel like, well, you have to get away. No, you don't. Non-negotiable means. I will not entertain a contrary opinion because it means that much to me. Fair you have to have something you're willing to not bend on. Everybody has to have a couple things they will not bend on. That is just called integrity. And that is just knowing like, if you have something in your life, you'll never bend on. Then when you're tested, you're going to be more resilient during that time. Like if you're a person who's partially faithful, right. Mm-hmm. And if you're partially faithful, like if you go to church like, a couple times a year on a holiday, and you want to claim God and then like life hits you and it's hard, you're not going to be stronger that time. You're going to fucking crumble. You're going to fucking fold, right? Especially because if, if God's your backbone, but you don't even worship him or celebrate him, like, you're going to fucking fold. That's just the way right. it is. That's crazy. Right? But if you're principled, so I have this belief, right? And you are staunch, ardent, right? Nothing's going to break you. Nothing's going to bend. You're always going to know you love and respect yourself. So if one of yours is no one with a felony, and you go on a date, and on a second date, you find out this guy has a felony, right? A, a, a decent felony. Like, you have to tell him, like, look, you're an amazing guy. I love this. One of my three non-negotiables. The list is so short. The list is so short. 
but I don't bend on, on felonies. It creates too much hardship in the future. And I just don't put myself in a position to that. And you got to figure that out before you invest too much. It's hard. It's not easy. Everyone thinks that being able to, to go for what you want is an easy decision. To, to allow certain things in your life is easy. Like, okay, it's going to come to No, you're going to have to send away good people because they don't fit what you want or what you need. But again, that list is too long. You're going to send away everybody. Die alone. You're going to disintegrate. Right? Alone. Thanos now. But. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just I'm just talking to all the people in the comments, man. You, you, they're hearing you out, so you don't have any negative. Shit. I don't know what it is on Instagram. I didn't, I didn't check. No, I mean, I'm looking for no negativity, bro. I begin trying to smoke me every day. <laughs> I mean, now that we've actually kind of touched on the thing. Hey guys, we're gonna take a thirty second pause and to jump into some other content. We'll jump right back into the episode right after this in a bit. Stay tuned. Hey guys, just giving you guys a quick reminder that we have a website for Y Day Podcast. It's on www.ydaypodcast.com where we have all the platforms where all this episode is on. And we're on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, and we're also on uh, Spotify. So, and we also actually have this video, um, the episode of the video, on our YouTube channel, on the Y Day Podcast web, uh, YouTube channel, which is also in that website. And let's get back into the episode. Now, someone commented, it's like, dating sucks. It's all mind games. I oh, yeah. I hate dating. Games. It's not mind games. It's, games. it's not mind not games. I mean, <clears throat> this, the fact that we hate it so much, we should enjoy the possibility of dating someone. Why is this so well, stressful? I mean, Andre says that all the time. Enjoy it. I don't know how. To... Like dating, dating is only ever stressful for me when I make it hard for myself. Mm. Dating is only stressful for me when I put too much pressure on another woman to do something. For me. Dating is only stressful for me when I put too much pressure on trying to get laid. Dating is only stressful for me when I put too much pressure on someone who's just fucking met. Mm. I make it pressureless. I tell myself. My goal right now is I'm going to make her laugh every single time we talk. I'm going to make her feel beautiful every single time we talk, right? I'm just not going to be super available because you don't have to be. You don't have to be super available, right? So it's like if, if dating is super stressful because it's your number one priority. It's allowed to be a priority. You should never make it your number one. I mean, It's allowed to be something you prioritize. It should not be number one ever. So she When said- people say you can make it fun – and whatnot I'm, I'm in my head it's kind of like well when when the people that you're taking out don't end up making it fun then what i don't know how you're having fun you. then find someone else and this is just the way it works in the west right like if, if you're a guy you Hold on, wait a like minute. four options before, before like, you finish i got ig live ended sorry to interrupt you yeah. ig live did it end yeah Yo, did you just say nothing? You know. <laughs> God damn. It ended not even five minutes ago. Not even five minutes ago. All right, all right, all right. No one wants to be, no one knows how to be straight up anymore. No one trusts anyone's word because everybody beat around the bush. Fucking Mark. Well, here's the thing. Stop asking everybody to be super fucking straight up. Okay. Let me buy my fucking soapbox right quick. Stop asking people Uh-oh. what are you looking for on the first date. Stop asking. You think. 
you're going to get the honest answer. You're not. That person isn't comfortable enough with you yet to say the honest truth off tops. Or they're going to feel compelled to say something. Or even if you agree, what are you looking for? Well, I'm looking for eventual marriage and kids. Okay, me too. Now there's going to be this awkward pressure like you guys are linked and you have to just fucking make this work. And then there's this weird like, you're going you're gonna to rush things. You're going to rush the dating. You're going to rush the sex. You're going to rush moving in with each other. Like it's, it's just not organic. You have to know geographically where you are. If you are in the West, this is just the way it fucking goes. You want to skate around, right? Either a lot or a little bit, but you have to have options. And then eventually you're going to settle with your best option. That is just the way it works. I mean, even with even living with someone, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't ask, with someone unless I know. What's up? You said, don't ask, go with the flow. What about not ask what they're looking for? Why not ask what they're looking for? Because if you ask what they're looking for on the first date, and this is specific, don't ask on the first date. You don't know. Ask them what they like to do. Ask them what their favorite food is, what their favorite color is. Ask them who their favorite role models were going. My favorite question to ask on a first date. Instead of what do you do for work, I always say, who was a man you looked up to growing up? My if a dad. woman can't tell you, or, or a woman, ask him, who was a woman you looked up to growing up? If that man can't think of one person, one woman he looked up to growing up, he didn't have one woman hero, one role model who's a woman, he doesn't respect women. He's not going to show you better respect. Same thing with, with men. If you ask a man, who, or yes, woman, who's a man you grew up with respect growing up? And she goes, well, I didn't really have a dad, and, and I hate authority, and fuck Trump, and and it's like, well, she's the kind of person who doesn't respect anything with masculinity. She's evil. Right? So, you get, you get, don't you get ask deep. the questions... What are you looking for to put pressure on it? Or do you want a relationship to put pressure on it? Or how many bodies? Like, stop asking all that bullshit. Everyone thinks the super straightforward talk is important. You can tell if somebody wants to be around by how they move. How they move. Are they calling you to make plans? Or are they just texting you for your attention? Are they pulling their phone out, distracting when you're together? Or are they giving you 100% of your attention? When you set a boundary, are they following the boundary? Are they asking about your health, asking about your welfare? People are so caught up in what are you looking for, they forget to think, are you good for me? So don't ask somebody, what are you looking for? Ask them questions to decide if you're good for me. Because you might be looking for the same shit, and that person is still not good for you. Yeah. Stop asking that bullshit. All right. I mean... She said, only ask if only ask if when you want to make things exclusive. We had a whole topic about exclusiveness, but I I enjoy you so coming in, Your Highness. And you should probably have that exclusivity talk or that. So, hey, where do you think this should go? Like, if you should start asking that around the fifth date, fourth or fifth date, right, is when you would ask that person, hey, and first you have to make it known what you like and what you want, right? And then you ask them, how does that sound? So you go to some, like if I'm going on a date, I'm, um, let's say you've been on four or five dates and I want to eventually be exclusive with this woman. I say, hey, I really like spending time with you. Do you like where this is going? Right? Or, or do you think this could be something later in the future? If she goes, well, I think so it could, but right now, that answer is no. Right? The answer is not right now. So you should probably add a couple more to your rotation and see what happens. But if she goes, you know, I really enjoy seeing you 
And I think that maybe in the future, there's potential for something. That tells you right there. And you have to give people the ability to say something indirectly. And that's actually part of social intelligence, right? It's called power talk. It's where basically um, a great example would be uh, power talk. Basically, just like, hey, you know, I really like uh, how these dates are going. What do you think about spending more time together in the future? Right. You didn't say be my girlfriend. You didn't say let's get married. But the message, if she's socially intelligent, is clear. I want to see you more often. And that most likely means exclusivity. To which she might reply, yeah, I'd like to see you more, but oh, I got work. I got... So she's basically going to say she's busy. But the reality is she's saying, I'm sorry. That's not exactly how I feel. Like you have to have social intelligence for that. People think this super straightforward power talk, which admittedly is something I'm known for. I mean, sorry, straightforward straight talk, which I'm known for, is like the best thing to have. It's not. You have to have some tact. You have to be able to ask a question without putting pressure on the other person. Like you got to invest in your social intelligence. Because I say right now, you could go on a date, and I'm sure all these guys here commit. You can go on a first date with a girl, and the first 30 minutes, you're like, you might be my wife one day. And at the end, she's going to ask you, what are you looking for? It ruins everything. We don't know why this works. You can literally be on a date with her and you're like, I do want to date you exclusively, seriously, monogamously and have kids later. But for some fucking reason, when she asks, what are we or what are you looking for too early? It just ruins everything. <laughs> I mean, there's those, there's those uh, men and women that kind of uh, will be in a certain place and then be like, oh, I got to have this and the third. And they're talking about, oh, there's somebody who drives a bin, somebody who has their own house, someone... Uh, yeah who makes X amount of money and they're over here making, I don't know what, less than 30 and still claiming all this high shit. It's just like, well, I got to ask those people, do they ever end up with what they're looking for? <laughs> those, those people. So here's my thing. Stop listening to those people. Like stop listening to those people. Like if this message, if you're a guy or if you're a girl, if you're a girl and you're a great girl and you are willing to, Cook for your man, nurture your man, massage your man if he's exhausted. You're willing to listen to him complain about work. You're, you're, you're there for him, right? Like you're, believe it or not, like if, if you're a woman, you have to understand you might be your man's only emotional outlet in his life. Not that he should treat you as a therapist. That's a lot of pressure for you to hold, but understanding that, right? Understanding that he is working 80 hours a week and you're working 20. Like, yeah, you might have to cook dinner when he gets home. Because his 80 hours a week is going to turn into you retiring at 43. Right? Yeah. So, well, here. Let me ask Kim you. Says, yikes. Kim says, yikes. Kim says, yikes. Right. So it's kind of like, but those people, like, they price themselves out. So people will talk about, this is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want. Like, they never end up with that. So if you're a man or you're a woman, stop listening to the other side making unrealistic demands. Just ignore it. That's what I do. When I'm on Hinge and a girl's in a profile, must do this, must do that, must be this tall, da, da, da. I don't fit that shit. You know what I send? I send hard eyes and call it a day. You know what happens? We're probably going to match and we'll have a great conversation and then I may or may not get her number. Like, cut the bullshit, right? Like, it just let that go. Let that go. When, when a girl's saying, oh, my man got to have a job, you got to have a house, you got to have a car. If she doesn't have that. I have herself, everything. Herself, everything. Ignore it. Just out the window fuck that shit right you, you look right in the face and you go okay okay that's what we like to do for fun just like ignore all that shit it's just it's just 
she's trying to disqualify men because she's insecure about herself. Show her you don't give a shit. Keep moving. Well, it goes back to that insecurity part. Like they have these whole high big qualifications, but they're also insecure. Yeah. That's what well, Oogie Boogie was saying. Even in when you're in a relationship past the dating part, I feel like there's so many people that are being put in position where they have to promise that they're going to stay with that person. And that alone also is too much pressure. It's just like, don't promise. Well, you're asking, what's up? Hold the boundary, hold the line. Don't promise shit if you don't want to. Sorry to cut yeah. you off. That's how I feel about it. No, you, you're good. Like, you, always, um, you always cut off Dennis, bro. Come on, man. You never let anybody say nothing. No, man. the thing is that um, <laughs> it's just kind of like, to what point is it like healthy versus just like, oh, you're making me promise you the world and I can't even give it to you? Uh, right? Back one more time. So like, um, I kind of like how you were saying it's too much pressure to promise something and then, or, you know, kind of like, uh, kind of just like in the relationship stage where they're asking you to plan ahead further than you're comfortable doing and dealing with that pressure. You know what just I mean? It. Does that make more sense? Just say it. Just be like, like, if you're on, if you just asked her to be your girlfriend, say, like I said, one, as a man, the man proposes to women in marriage, but when it comes to boyfriend and girlfriend, the woman should ask the man. That's how I feel. Right? That's how I feel about it. She should have the conversation of what are we? And that's when you go, well, you know what? We've been in for a bit. If you want to be my girlfriend, you can't. Right? You should go when you propose. It's time to propose. But the transitioning from dating, again, I don't believe in any exclusivity without a title. That's hard and fast rule. There is no exclusivity without a title. I don't expect exclusivity without a title. It might hurt my feelings if I find something out. That's reality. But I don't know. I can't reasonably expect you to have some type of loyalty without a title. Right? Mm. Also, I would never give a title to a woman if I didn't consider married. Oh. Okay. Don't have a girlfriend for fun. So if you've been dating for like, like seven, eight months, right? Which is, I think, a normal time. To be going out with somebody before you make it official, somewhere between six and nine months, right? Dang, I do it earlier. Maybe that's my problem. He said, he said, realistic problems versus unrealistic problems. Promise are unrealistic promises versus unrealistic promises. We'll cross yeah. that bridge when we get there. Is, is something I always say. Exactly, and that's so. That's so because the thing is, when a woman puts that kind of position. Very rarely does she really actually want you to promise that thing. She's just looking for a little bit of extra security. A little bit of security of, she's like, I'm, I'm giving you the poo nanny and I'm doing XYZ for you. I just want to make sure it's worth it for me in the end. That's usually what that means. Yeah. And what you say is, look, I'm not going to go anywhere. Everything we have is perfect. It's going to keep on going, growing stronger. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. And if she brings it back up and goes, yeah, but I really want to get married. And you say, look, I've thought about it. I'm not ready for it. I'm not going to put a time frame on it. We'll get there when we get there. And if she pushes again, then you just you say, hey, look, like, stop. But, like, if you can't even set that boundary, then it's a good sign you don't have frame and you shouldn't marry the woman anyway. She'll walk all over you. Yeah. So, you know, actually, to be honest with you, I didn't even fully learn about boundaries until uh, after my last relationship. So I uh, okay. took, yeah. 
you know, it took a while, but I actually understand it more about giving, taking boundaries, all of that. I'm actually teaching myself to have less boundaries. I mean, when I go out with girls, really? I'm always like, they're like, yeah, you know, like you don't talk about this, you don't talk about that, or you just ignore this question. And it's like, yeah, I do just ignore a lot of that. If you're talking about me asking, I'm learning, I'm learning to be more open, more forthcoming about information right. about myself. But it's process. I mean, it's a campaign. It's right. a campaign, and we're Alexander. If- if you don't mind me asking, um, when you ha- when you say I have to have less boundaries, uh, do you mean like what things you can talk about versus not, or just in de- yeah, uh, devoting like, yourself to the person? Talk about my childhood is usually a big no go for me. I will, I usually don't ever bring that up. Uh, any major traumatic events, like I never bring that up, even if it's obviously something's triggering me. Um, I won't talk about income at all. Hmm. Uh, I don't talk about I rarely talk about my career plans for the future because I believe in a thing called nascent energy it's energy that's like bubbling up that hasn't happened yet potential energy and I think when you talk too much about what you're going to do you're releasing nascent energy which could be used to propel you forward so I don't like to talk too much about what I'm going to do right Um, just because I think that releases potential energy that could, could have you know helped me along the way but and there's that um, contact like not texting throughout the day I, like if I get a text from a girl and it's like I could reply right now with a reasonable reply but I think I have something to do in 20 minutes it's going to take me an hour I'm just like well look I want 20 minutes to myself I'll do an hour which is my prerogative but that's not always the most correct way to go about it and then you end up thinking like you know, girls end up being like oh, I don't think you're really interested in me or then it just fizzles out then you really like them and you can't handle that so like not being so guarded all the time and so, like, guarding of everything, guarding my time, guarding my emotions, guarding my feelings, guarding my, my past history. It's like, I can let some of that go and not worry about okay. it coming back in my face. Kim, uh-huh. Kim, and, Kim and Wee Boogie are both in my, like, Twitch. They're like, I'm just trying not to, like, I'm trying to focus. And this is going over their comments, bro. They're fucking me up. Uh, so, <laughs> Kim says, I share my fertility percentage on the first date. <laughs> What? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I mean, if you're looking for a family, like, like say less. Oh, uh, he said, I can see, you can see me laughing. They're, they're just going back and forth. That's just how she shares her fertility percentage when the guy pulls out his pull-out game percentage. Hey, <laughs> give me the pull-out percentage. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I got low sperm count, baby. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like I pull out 95% of the time. So every time. Even when I feel like I want to. Even if I feel it. Just just what a little what tip. A, what a big John say? I can have a bulletproof condom, I'm still gonna pull out. <laughs> I've been straight since, baby. Nah, man. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna comment on that. But uh right, I, I, man, I think that's uh that's kinda all I got for today, man. I think I've said everything. Did you? I, I feel did like you? we actually stayed on topic today. We got back to topic. We actually oh, no, did. did. Surprisingly, we actually did. Even though all the shit that not we've been saying, we've actually stayed pretty mm-hmm. good. And I did actually did not finish my liquor. So that that's a good stream. We actually had a good live stream. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Usually I drink this shit all and I fucking just act like a drunken idiot. But no, I actually <laughs> did not do that today, guys. I actually have like this much left. See? Hey. Jack Daniels. Hopefully we get a sponsor one day. No? Maybe not. One day. 
But all right, I gotta sign off. Are you ready for? Wait till oh, wait till next week. Heartbreak, heartbreak Asian. Should I call? Should I call him Heartbreak Asian or whatever? Heartbreak Asian said he's gonna come on next week. There we go. Let's do it. Are we Max Savage back or what? You know, Max Who's Savage. This? He's uh, he's a little. He's a little busy, but we'll, we'll get him on. I'm, we got to figure out the next time. We actually got to discuss this as we speak right now so people could prepare for the next episode, guys. What should we okay. talk about ASAP? Let's go. Prenups. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I was like, Pulling out? Oh. Pulling out? <laughs> fertility? Fertility? <laughs> What's the most triggering thing I can think of? It should be prenups. Transgender dating. Abortion. Oh, yeah, all doing Pride Month, bro. You doing Pride Month? You gonna do that now? You gonna do, that now? You gonna do, do yeah, Pride Month, bro? Everybody get pissed off. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry. Come next Black Month, we'll talk about interracial dating. It's fine. We can talk about interracial dating all the time. Deal breakers. Yeah. Kim said deal breakers. Uh, deal breakers and like, interracial I dating. Like that's, yeah, it could be one of them. But I feel like it's not a lot of material. Deal breakers. Um, we can talk about marketplace value. Let's talk about that. Sexual marketplace value, S and B. What the hell is topic. that? Topic. Yeah, Isn't I was like, like, I don't know, I don't follow. I don't sexual know marketplace is. value. Like everybody has one. Like in the marketplace, like you have Michael B. Jordan, it's gonna be like the top percentile, right? And then you have Charlie, the overweight neck beard, is gonna be towards the bottom. He's not gonna be as he's not gonna have high value, right? So hmm. it's look. No one likes it. No one likes it. No one has. Nobody wants to admit that they have a certain marketplace value based off things they can and can't control. But that is the truth of dating. Huh. The truth. And it's a huh. bit subjective one-on-one, but generally speaking, you have a certain value, right? So you might be someone's nine, you might be someone else's seven, maybe someone else's six, but the bigger and the more you expand out, you're generally at this rank or this rank or this rank. Right. Huh. Okay. I see what you mean there. We can talk about that. What do you guys think about? What should we talk about, guys? Let's look at the chats. Let me see. Since now I'm in control of it, since Markel couldn't. You just gonna blame Markel on your podcast. Dang. He's he's getting on Samuel Kevin Samuel's game with that. Let's actually do that. Kevin Samuels talks about that all the time. Okay. Let's talk actually, about it. It actually got introduced by uh, a guy named Rollo Tomasi. First book, Rational Mail. It's, it's a four-book series. It came out like 10 years ago, 11 years ago. And then Kevin Samuels, he got that from Rollo Tomasi. Everyone pretty much got that terminology from Rollo Tomasi. Or it might have been from rather, uh, there was an old dating website called uh, Heart Chestis or something like that, or Heart Chateau or some, some shit like that. And that was like an old website that had like a bunch of really like hardcore red pill articles and shit like that. Like they had like the like the 16 commandments of Poon or something like that, which was crazy. One of the commandments was uh in the lifetime of a relationship, you're never allowed to apologize more than twice. As a man. <laughs> that was like one of the rules. In the lifetime of a relationship, you're never allowed to apologize more than twice. Wow. Okay. You can never say the words I'm sorry more than twice. 60 commandments of Poon. Damn. The 16 commandments of poop, right? Honestly, 60, everyone should go read that. Like, uh, Polly Girl says flirty texting consider cheating. We can add that in there. Fuck it. Fuck it. What's add that. cheating? Um, any, 
yeah, like I, that's not that's cheating, but it's sketch. That's not cheating, but it's sketch. That's the breakable fence. If, if you're texting, so if you're saying hard eyes on somebody's picture, yeah, you didn't suck them up. But for me, it's like you would. That's enough intent. That's if there was opportunity. I mean, like, oh man, social media and in relationship stuff is like crucial. So many fights get started off shit like that. Yeah. Okay, we'll do that, yeah. man. Let's let's do that the next episode. What's that? We'll add that shit on there. Let's fucking do All it. All right, man. I really do have to sign off though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we we done. We're not gonna do a post episode, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all, but um, appreciate you guys coming in, tuning into this episode. I know we kept it pretty pretty brief actually it's kind of weird we usually go into like 10 30 we actually ended up like right at 10 o'clock wow yeah you know you know us people <laughs> gotta get in our bedtimes man but um yeah i, I appreciate you guys head. coming in if you guys aren't here i hope you guys will be here next week tune in i'm sorry that the well, ig I, ended I, I think the ig has be. an hour limit that's probably why it ended yeah. so mm-hmm. uh i know sad but uh appreciate you guys uh, coming in kim um Everyone else on YouTube, Twitch, POF, appreciate you guys coming in with the with the with the ideas and uh, let's talk about it next week. Absolutely. Wait, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Beard check. Beard check. We do beard, beard check. Who got it? Who gonna take it? I think we got it again. <laughs> let's not let's not do this again. <laughs> I gotta you give D nice like three days to beat all of us. Exactly. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. Good night. Hey, y'all. Take, All right, it, take it easy. Yeah, do it next time, y'all. Let's do it. Oh, they all left me. That's fucked up. <laughs>